Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. Are you kidding me? Unreal! While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Does he have it? Yes, he does! HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Does he have it? Yes, he does! And that might be the knockout punch! All right, y'all greetings and salutations. Ooh, let me fix this camera really quickly. Let us fix this. Get y'all a good microphone and the good camera. Can't be treating y'all like, you know, y'all like the good people that you are. And we haven't upgraded the technology. All right. There we go. I don't look grainy no more. <laughs> All right. Greetings and salutations. Another episode of Fangs up here, y'all. And let me fix my top button a little bit there. That button looks like it was a little lackadaisical. There we go. Look a little more professional. Look a little disheveled. Starting the uh, Thursday off here. Man, but mission disheveled, man. We got our butts kicked on Saturday. <laughs> And it's a new week. We got some new broadcasters uh, or new sponsors, Cable Buster TV. Appreciate y'all. So check them out. Good people over there, CableBusterTV.com. Get your local channels, live sports, premium channels, just for $35 per month. What? Man, that's a great deal. I ain't gonna lie. We may have to have that conversation real quick. I already have. Keep it a buck with you. So, Cable Busters TV, thank you for being chief sponsor of the Fangs Up podcast. But 
Man, we had to get it together, get it to tighten up. We'll see how with a golf polo. And uh, why is that? Well, golf season kind of already started, but it's going to continue on. And we also have the women's cross country. I'm not going to lie. Ain't running no cross country no time soon. Might ride a bike. But it's raining every day. We'll talk about that, too. Also, FAMU Volleyball. Haven't won a game yet, but we're still striking. And FAMU Football. We got some good news. All this bad going on. Dark clouds. Thunder and lightning. Rattlers continue to strike and strike and strike again. All right, so uh, we're going to start off with golf, though. Golf team still doesn't have a coach. We also don't have an athletic director. I digress. But uh, golf ball team, golf ball team has an interim coach, and they have an upcoming game in end of the month, twenty sixth to the twenty seventh. Actually, it's like a match at the BG BCGCA Black College Hall of Fame event. And man, the the thing is though. They're still rolling with the interim coach. And to me, just as a fan and as a person observing, there we go. I was about to say observation, but observing from afar, how long is that sustainable? Because now you're starting to creep into the recruiting season and you still have the interim coach. At this point, either make them the coach or don't. We don't have an athletic director, which is a major part of the problem. But that being stated, we're starting seasons and we don't have coaches. Recruiting cycles have begun and we don't have a head coach. How do we expect these students to commit to these programs when things are in flux? They don't know who their next coach is going to be. They don't even know if the person that if they sign with FAMU is going to be there, but then if the new person is going to want them. Like what happens if what happened at Grambling happens at FAMU? New person comes in, they get rid of the whole team. That further besmirches the good name of FAMU. That's been happening a lot lately. But that being stated, that being the case, golf team, we need something. Uh, because they just they came back from a tournament where they won. Right? And we heard, we heard Coach Rice talking about how good the team was how well prepared they were, how much confidence he had. And now he was just like, yo, I got a better opportunity at Prairie View that I just had to take. But such great talents at FAMU that even without a coach, head coach, a full-time coach, they do have an interim coach. They're winning tournaments. So it, it's it's going to be doable for now. But again, we need to hire a coach. We need somebody with some type of solutions, somebody who's going to, be able to give us a fix to a problem like cable busters is giving giving you cable for a low low price $35 but I digress shameless plugs twice look if you advertise with me you are right with me I'm definitely going to throw your name out there a few times but it it has to come to a point we got to be able to get this get this right because right now man fame is a it's a program that needs a little bit of that needs a lot of adjusting. And this is one of the programs that the season's creeping up on us and we still don't have a full-time head coach. So that that's going to be a point of contention for a lot of people, especially people like me. 
Like I'm a fan. I I want to see our teams win. I want to see us do well, but that makes it really hard when we're missing coaches. So, oh, and I got my Jake gate the cuff today. Look, I'm just saying. Look, it tastes better out of this cup. <sighs> Could be the fame you stuff on it. I'm biased. But uh, besides the golf team going on, women's cross country, North Florida Invitational, that's tomorrow in Duval, uh, <laughs> 8.15 tomorrow morning in Jacksonville. They're going to be at the North Florida Invitational. And again, FAMU Athletics, it's a good brand. And hopefully a cross country team can make a little bit of noise. We do know that track coach is another position that's in flux or been in flux and hopefully we have a good showing out there i mean hopefully they've been hitting those hills especially this type of year this summer my god bless them for that because i'm not running this time of year and hopefully the weather holds up the weather is definitely going to be a concern in much of florida especially in north florida throughout the week and throughout the weekend more than likely that's why the cross country is that early in the morning, if you're familiar with Florida, it may rain all day, but it's more likely to rain at 1, 2 o'clock. So hopefully they're able to put up a good showing and be able to compete. A lot of times you'll notice that your cross-country athletes are a lot of times involved with the track program as well. So we're, we're going to hope for some good things. 845 tomorrow in Jacksonville, Duval County. Now also, volleyball team. Looking for their first win. Like, and I'm looking for it too. Like, have you seen it? Tell me, have you seen it? Like, I'm just saying, I, I need the win. I want to win. And they are going to the Elon slash North Carolina AT tournament. And that says in cat. So I, I kind of was like, all right, yeah, make sure it didn't. Had to confirm. But they're going to be playing three teams UNC. Greensboro, that is the University of North Carolina at Greensboro. Elon University, the Phoenix, their private school. I believe UNC Greensboro, the Spartans or something crazy like that. And then North Carolina, A&T, Aggies. Uh, so we're going to play those teams September the 9th and the 10th. A&T is on the 10th. That game's in Greensboro, though. The other games are in Elon. So it's going to be interesting. And that's a nice little pairing there. And, man. I'm admiring from far, but a and is doing some really amazing things as a program. They are looking to grow. And yeah, y'all, that that's that's a school that is trying to do some things. Like, yeah, might want to keep paying them some attention. So again, volleyball's got that going on. And we're gonna take a quick 30-second break for our network, HBC Digital Network. 30 seconds pause for the cause. And I'm going to get a little bit more of this out of the – now, this is an official cup from a family football game. But get a little juice out of there. And uh, then we're going to talk about football, man. Some good news. I know I know y'all been hearing a lot of bad, a lot of frustration going on. That's all right, though. Y'all know Fangs Up Podcast. I try to keep it a, little, a lot lighter than most. So we're going to share the good news, the gospel, ha, glory, of Florida Agricultural Mechanical University. This is Fangs Up. Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. Are you kidding me? Unreal. While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Does he have it? Yes, he does! 
All right, we're back. Football season. <sighs> NFL tonight. That's not my team, though, so I don't really care about them. If you ain't the Bucks or the boys, I ain't worried about you. <laughs> but uh, college football-wise, good news. I purposely put a little extra gravel in the throat. It was already kind of like, uh, 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 uh. but good news, y'all. Family recruiting gets a commitment. Let's go. All right, y'all got to forgive me. Like, after we got our tails kicked by Jackson State, I got to have something to celebrate, y'all. Know? And I, it's like church. I shout easy. But Justin Bostic, 5'10", 181-pound athlete from Palm Beach Central High School. He's a 2023 recruit. He committed to the best college slash university on this side of heaven, Florida Agricultural Mechanical University. And, yeah, I'm biased. Like, I'm, I'm just extremely biased. But great opportunity to be had. Congratulations. Uh, let me see if I can get a look. See if I can get his picture up there, you know. So y'all can y'all you ain't gotta take my word for it. You ain't gotta believe me. So this prep athlete, feature prep athlete, given to us by our title sponsor, Cable Busters. So got a picture of Justin, and he posted it on his Twitter page. And man, I'm just gonna say this: FAMU's recruiting, and y'all work the brother. You worked the brother well. Tried to keep up with y'all. But here we go right here. Directly from the man's Twitter page. And he, he took a nice picture too. Like that, you know. Come on. There you go. So he has committed. There's a picture of the young man in that beautiful orange jersey. Got a white helmet on him too. But that is per his page. I want to see if you can get the little writing up there where he's got the little ditty where it says committed. I want to make sure you see that. All right. And the words of young Jeezy, uh, young Jock, excuse me. I know you see it. So Justin Bostick is committed to Florida NM University. Uh, of course, nothing is final until National Signing Day. So we I don't celebrate and stomp too hard. But I will say this. You will notice a lot more of his videos and highlights if he posts them will be retweeted on the FQ FAMU Twitter page as well as the Fangs Up Twitter page because y'all know how I do. If you've committed to FAMU, when you drop a video, I'm retweeting it. If, you, if you're only visiting and flirting with us, I like it and I wish you luck. But he has committed great decision. Not gonna over church y'all tonight because it's Thursday night. Wednesday night was Bible study, and I didn't even go to that last night. So yeah, let me shut one of these things down because my computer is slowing up. Here we go. All right, so um the other thing though, man, fam, you offered about about 10, 15 students in the past week, and uh it, if I were to go through that, man, I would be up here probably another 20, 30 minutes. Uh, but if you want a quick recap, go to either the Fangs Up Twitter page or the FQ Fanny Twitter page, either one. I definitely went through all the guys up until last night. Coach, uh, he offered somebody late last night. And I was like, yeah, bro, I'm tired. Um, <laughs> I'll make his this weekend um, during the game because, fam, you – 
has a little bounce back against Albany State University. One of my favorite people ever in life is a graduate of Albany State University. And I did get to speak to her earlier today. And she said, you know, if we beat you, I'm going to talk trash. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Mama Gordon, I know. And I, uh, y'all might. But I hope not. And I'm not going to speak that into it into existence. But Albany State, if you didn't see the uh, preseason preview of that Albany State broadcast, go back and check it out. Uh, but they like to run the ball. They are very good offense. Supposedly the quarterback is highly regarded. Great coach. I, I've said it three or four times. I, I'm very surprised he's still there. That guy's a very good coach. I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up at a a larger school if he wants it. Because what he has done at Albany State has been nothing short of phenomenal. Last year, one loss season, only loss was in the playoffs. I mean, that was a really good team. And they, they did not lose in the first round. They went to the second round of playoffs. And still, really good season. He's he's really developed that area and he able he's able to recruit into florida he does come into florida he's got a kid from tallahassee i actually had a former student go to albany state from orlando and so he's able to kind of come around that central florida up to georgia parts of alabama area and get some quality recruits and turn albany state into a really good program and that's something that you can't overlook like the guy's definitely done some really good things there and this is not a team we can sleep on especially considering one more zero and two and we got eviscerated against jackson state uh one of the things we're gonna need to establish the run for multiple reasons besides the fact that going into halftime our top running back was averaging four yards a carry but also it's supposed to rain and the weather is supposed to be pretty gnarly to the point to where I'm not going. Sorry, if you were going to look for me to be at the game, I, I told my mom and I told my dad I wasn't going. So, I mean, my mama said stay home. <laughs> but real talk, the uh, weather is supposed to be pretty bad. Uh, they are actually playing high school games in Tallahassee right now because they're anticipating some very extreme weather kickoff is about three o'clock so that is right at rain 30 meaning you might not get a kickoff until like six o'clock and there's no guarantee that there won't be any inclement weather we're talking 11 12 o'clock potential game end and not gonna lie i don't want no part of that not when i gotta come back on the road and come to central florida um so out of respect for my wife and my little road dog, uh, we're going to stay home and I'm going to watch the game online. But hit a brother up if you want to do a watch party, man. I definitely are about that life, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a great opportunity <laughs> to try out this new HBCU Go app and kind of see what they're talking about because I checked it out. I believe it's HBCU Go. Let me look at the cell phone here. Uh, HBCU Pass. I got that. Look, I'm just saying. 
great opportunity to check out what this game's going to look like. Um, because it's going to be tough. That's going to be a tough watch, especially if the weather's kind of crazy. And you and I all know it's going to be tough to, to run the ball. I mean, to throw the ball if it's raining like that, especially because we had a lot of drops in that last game. Like, that was not pretty. Like, the game against Jackson State, it was a complete 180. It can't be a 360 because the 360 is all the way around. But it was completely different than what we saw against UNC. And it was because, as I mentioned to you, the UNC game, their coverage was vanilla. It was very boring. It was very zone heavy. We did not have to compete with anybody coming off the line of scrimmage. So all of a sudden, you, you can't be surprised when it kind of goes that way. And yeah, the game is on HBCU Go. It's saying six o'clock. I'm sorry. I said three. Oof. So six o'clock kick, potential thunder and lightning. Push that bad boy to eight. Average football game is about three hours. I'm talking about maybe a nine o'clock regular, which is I'm cool with that. But you push that thing back to 11, 12, getting out of brag at one in the morning, then driving back to Central Florida. Nah, man, I ain't doing that today. Not after Thunder and Lightning. Like, this is a regular game. That's different. I get to rest the whole day, you know, kind of show up at the game. If it's an eight o'clock kick, I'll show up about five at the sleeping, going to a few spots, E and J five, a barbecue plot spot, you know, some of them places. But six o'clock kick, it means I probably got there at three. Yeah. Not gonna be able to do it, bro. But we're gonna do this HBCU GOAT and we're gonna check this out. Um, so again, first kick is at six, but again, the weather is going to be a big question. And that's going to be a big issue. One of my questions for the Orange Blossom Classic was how the field was going to hold up. Field's amazing. Uh, there were no problems, even after the game, kind of going down on the field and checking everything out, uh, talking to some of the players and whatnot, uh, getting to see one of my former students, Mr. David Hayes. Uh, but, yeah, that's a big ask with the lightning and everything. Uh, definitely something to be concerned about. So check the weather app and the weather channels on by Blackbeard. <laughs> but I digress. Um, it looks kind of gnarly, so that's why I'm, I'm going to miss it. But I did have every plan of being there uh, because Tallahassee is home. But we need to establish a run. And being stubborn to not do so could be detrimental again because – we saw when FAMU established a run against Jackson State, we had we had some good we had some good things happen. Now, does Albany State have the talent that Jackson State have? Not even close. But schematically, they're gonna watch that film. They've watched the Southeastern Louisiana State film. They've watched the Jackson State film. They're gonna try to emulate that as best as possible. And anybody worth their salt's going to, because those two teams ripped us apart. They ripped us a new one. And you now know what's successful against us. And if we're not willing to change, 
you got to exploit that. That's just that's just business. So against Albany State, we have to establish the run. Uh, I would like to see us utilize Moose's legs. If Moose is going to start, man, that zone read is there. Like, Moose is a very willing runner. And I'll give it to Rashawn McKay. When he got in the game, he was a willing runner, too. Like, he was not timid. He was able to slide. He he was very solid as a runner. Uh, much improved from last season. And that's it's there. Defensively, we have to do something than rush for, other than rush for. You're just going to rush for and dep- depend on Isaiah Land. Not going to work. I mean, it it may get you a little someplace, but eventually what they're going to do is they're going to keep a defensive, uh, sorry, a tight end or running back back, and you're still blitzing four. I mean, yeah, and you're, you're running zone. They're kind of going through the windows. And sorry, I didn't realize my hand did that with the camera. But you're kind of depending on the quarterback to hold the ball, and you're keeping your secondary and linebackers in coverage for a long time. And don't get me wrong, like Cyrus Vegas quickly becoming like my favorite player on defense. Like, because he's everywhere. He's all over the field. Like, if you don't see 27 make the play, the question might be, did it happen? Especially in the middle. That that dude is he's different. And he plays hard. And he and and I asked Coach Simmons the question. Uh in Miami, like this week, I almost said last week. That was on Sunday. Oof, we got baptized on a Sunday. <laughs> but I was like, yo, what were some good takeaways? Because 27, that dude's everywhere. Like, he's putting some good film out there. I, I don't know if he necessarily gets drafted because of it, but he's putting good film out there. Like, you watch. He's making tackles. He's he's where he needs to be. He, he looks pretty solid. Um at least from what I saw. And, man, if we could get some more pressure, though. I mean, find some exotic blitzes, something to just make make the offense think. Like, free up ways or find ways to free up Isaiah Land. Like, maybe, okay, he's a defensive end. Send a linebacker there. Send, we, we do blitz corners every once in a while. We saw what Shadour read his own. He read that blitz so nice. That corner blitz, he threw right over it. And that's something we carried over from last year. We did run a corner blitz a good amount of times. But the question is, are we going to find a way to continue to have more exotic blitzes, even if you're going to continue to run the zone base, the base zone defense, blitz safeties, blitz linebackers, fake the blitzes. Like, okay, they blitz the Linebacker this time, linebacker comes up and then has his foot on the line near the line of scrimmage, not on it. Then he drops into coverage. Like something that is going to challenge the quarterback. Show him something different because Shador Rip is a new one. And it wasn't just because it was largely because he's good. He's a good quarterback. Never doubted the kid's pre-snap skills. But it very much because we were kind of vanilla on defense ourselves. Like you could tell it was easy. Like it was too simple. So we got to provide some new defensive looks and uh, we got to work with that. 
All right, my little mini assistant coming in. Hi, mini assistant. All the things up crowd says hello to you. <laughs> That's my daughter. If you don't know, she has been uh, conscripted in the next couple of weeks. She got a job. <laughs> so, um, but my score was 31 to 17. I put an asterisk by that, though, because I don't know if we're going to score that many points. Uh, just because we did pretty well against UNC. We did. Their defense was pretty vanilla. Jackson State challenges. I think Albany State is going to try to challenge us. They're not going to punk out. They're not going to come in to brag and be soft. I'm not one of the big, this is their Super Bowl thing. Like, this is a big game for them, though. This is a great chance for them to put some good film up there and say, against higher-level talent and people with more scholarships, we did something. And this would be a this – is, this is a game that we need to win. 0-3 with everything that is going on around this athletic program, it would not be a good look. Just saying. And you couple that with the fact that the weather may be kind of gnarly. So that means as much as you're going to encourage people to come to the stadium, it's thunder and lightning. I'm not going out there. I'm just now if I was home, I might. But yeah, that is that's kind of tough. It's a tough ask. And it's a tough ask to continue to ask people to support a program when it's not winning. And uh, I think we can win, though. Like, I'm not doubting our program. I'm just being a realist about what things are in the state of the program right now. But I think we should win this game. I don't I don't still – I haven't moved off my idea that we should win this game. I said 31-17. I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to stick to it. I think that's a fair score. I think especially if we commit to running the ball, it's not going to be close. I think it gets ugly early because FAMU's running backs are like that. We got four dudes. Like they are legit high-level running backs, even with some of the injuries and the students who weren't able to come in and the loss of those acquisitions. FAMU's running backs are like that. Moose is a solid quarterback, too. But do we get all the targets back? We're still missing a target or two. I believe last check, I think on Monday, on the call Tuesday, we were told eight. We were down eight players as far as getting cleared. And that, that number may, may change and may have changed since. But we definitely have to establish the run and understand that the weather is going to be what it is. And if it does rain before the game, granted, it's a turf field now. It's not grass like it was before, but the ball's still going to get slippery and it's going to make it more difficult to catch the ball. I'm, I know the football gloves have changed since I played football, but still that doesn't change the fact that a wet ball is a lot harder to catch. And I remember when I played football, I would just take off the freaking gloves. It was raining. There's no point wearing them things. You're going to ruin your gloves. So I think this game is going to be still close. 
like I said, 31-17. But don't be surprised if we see a 24 to 14. Like I, I still think is at least 10 points better than Albany State, just partially because of attrition, because of scholarship size, and because of some of the size of our players, especially if we can make sure our offensive linemen are right. And I think Isaiah Land is going to be a problem. Like, I think he has a good showing this game. I mean, if he gets handled in this game against their tackle, I'll be impressed. But I, I think that's going to be a game that we're able to win. I'm, I'm fairly confident in saying that. Now, last things last. <sighs> yeah, I know I've been, I've been kind of harping on this. And uh, we don't have an athletic director still. Bruh. Like, and some of the words of that, or the hearings, street committee, as we like to say around Tallahassee, is that we're looking at the guy from South Carolina State, their former AD that got let go. Why are we hiring people that got fired? Like, sound like nepotism to me. Like, you got some highly qualified folks. They've already interviewed, gone through the process. They should be done. We should have had AD on Saturday. Maybe Sunday. Like walking on the field during that that Rattler charge. <laughs> I had to edit myself because I almost cussed. <laughs> during that Rattler charge, you should have like, I'm introducing our new athletic director, him or her. But that dude, man... It might be a good game to do that Rattler charge because you do the next game. Next thing you might be in the dark clouds, thunder and lightning. Boo! <laughs> Buddy might get booed. I'm just saying, like, it was quiet at the Orange Blossom Classic. At home, dorms, no AD, compliance issues. Yeah, bro, I wouldn't even do that thing, man. I, I, I go find a, a video of Humphreys when he was a little lit and just let it roll, like, just let somebody with the audio video department kind of make that thing look good, you know, put some pictures in it, you know, dark clouds, thunder and lightning, have a little, you know, reverb or something. I would not trunk my tail out there doing some rattler charge, knowing good and well these people are sick of you. I would not do it. Wouldn't be me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, like, yeah, again, I reiterate, I said it on Sunday after the game. Go back and check. I heard the word October. October is my favorite month of the year. It's my birth month, my mom's birth month, my sister's birth month. It's too bleeping late to have an athletic director. <sighs> like, yeah, that that's just, that's not it. Uh, not the move. So, quick recap so I can get off this athletic director soapbox because y'all know I will, I will ride that issue like a Georgia mule because it don't make no cotton-picking sense. But golf season is about to be in full swing. See what I did there? But we have an interim coach. Still no head coach. Women's cross country. 
starts tomorrow, 8.15. If you're watching this and you're on a cross-country team, take your butt to bed. <laughs> get, get you a good soak. But, yeah, uh, they start tomorrow. And I believe we still don't have a full-time track coach. Cross-country falls under track. The volleyball team has yet to win a game. But it's not that we're playing sorry teams. So I'm cool with that. It's not like with, you know, some of the other sports. We were playing who, what, and directional and catching L's. They're actually playing really good teams. And they have a few players, supposedly, that are caught up with that foolishness too. Football, we got a commitment. It's not all bad. Like, I'm sorry. I got to get excited about something when it comes to family football right now. Um, and we got a commitment, Justin Bostic. He's from down in South Florida, Palm Beach counties. Stand up, y'all. One of y'all's is coming home, and he's coming home. So y'all know that is a talent-rich part of the state. Ain't no speed like South Florida speed. I'm sorry. Them kids are just faster. And so he is committed to Florida Indian University. Let's hope the commitment sticks. Sticks. 510-181. And then Albany State, they like to run the ball. Experienced football coach. I think we still win the game. And if we lose, my um, mentor, mother in love, is going to give me the business. <laughs> but I think we're going to win this game. But be careful, y'all. Again, uh, check the weather. If the weather changes, then I will drive to Tallahassee. But from what it's looking like, uh, the weather's going to be pretty gnarly. Six o'clock kick, and the game is on HBCU Go. Six o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Let you let your brother know if you wants to do a a watch party. I, I've I've definitely game for that. It sounds like some fun. Make sure we don't break any copyright things, but I think that would be a fun thing and a great way to build the community. Um, yeah, and then we still don't have AD. And the word on the street, per the street committee, is supposedly we're pursuing South Carolina State's former athletic director. Uh, reckless speculation that I've heard. But, man, I hope it's not true because, yeah, no, I, I don't, I, I'm not here for it. So, that being the case, let us give a last shout out to one of our sponsors, our title sponsor for the day. Cable Buster TV, visit them on CableBusterTV.com. Get your local, get your sports channels, get premium movies for just about $35 a month. Come on, man. $35 a month. You spend more of that at McDonald's, Chipotle, or any of them other places with one night with Boo. You can get a whole month with Boo for $35. Get you a little bit of, you know, cable and chill. All right. So that being stated, as always, y'all, thank you to HBCU Digital Network, HQ, FQ, sorry, FAMU. That is the Twitter page where we drop a lot of information. Fangs up Twitter page. And as always, y'all, read things up. Yeah, baby, you know what time it is. Now let's get it started. While our HBCUs are mostly known for an academic rigor, community, they also know how to turn up. Dorothy, have 